Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark out for a it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. I am at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in my hotel room doing dork forests. That's right. Super fun. Local dork luminaries are coming into my hotel room. Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. Good for him. Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. Mike Rickberg composed and sang the intro song. He sang with his girlfriend, Sarah Cohen. Mike will sing at the end of the show his lyrics to the Mexican hat dance. You know, uh, that there's merch at JackieCation.com. You can get, uh, t-shirts, Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirts, or just the Dork Forest t-shirts by Portland native Brett Chambers. And, um, they're all union made. They run a little bit big because of that. So plan that in your ordering. Orders include shipping. So it's good times. Anyway, feel free to order t-shirts or CD DVDs and whatnot. You can order some whatnot. You can also get everything, like all of my CDs and DVDs are available streaming. So you can get them on iTunes and Amazon and you can just listen to them on Spotify and Pandora. You can also download for $5 the DVD special. This will make an excellent Horcrux and not buy the DVD or do both or do whatever you want to do. But at allthingscomedy.com slash Jackie Cation. All lowercase. Also at JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com, there's a donation button. Feel free to donate to the Dork Forest. If you like the show, I would totally appreciate it if you threw me some cash. I'm kind of interested. Uh, this, th- these episodes, I think I need a new cord. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I'm sure I have $20 for a new XLR cord. But, uh, <laughs> the thing is, if you want to throw me some money, that'd be great. I use it only for good things. And a hundred bucks a year would be great. Ten bucks a month. Uh, I have not set made that easy by having a ten dollar automatic payment out of your debit card or credit card because I don't like those. So every month, if you think of it, throw me ten bucks for ten months and that's a hundred dollars or do whatever you in whatever denomination you like. You can also order from Amazon through the Amazon portal at JackieCation.com, and that also supports the show and does not cost you extra at Amazon. Other than that, you can go to my tour page and see all the uh, upcoming tours that I'm going to do and come and see me do stand-up live or a live dork forest. I'm doing Anime Con, Acon, uh, in Dallas, Texas. And now an ad from this month's sponsor. Kind of exciting. And then the show. Hey, Rangers, this week's sponsor is Gen Con. It's a board game convention in Indianapolis, Indiana. Their slogan is, and this is true, the best four days in gaming. This year it's uh, July 30th through August 2nd in Indianapolis, Indiana. The badges are discounted $10 prior to June 14th, and you can get them online at GenCon.com, G-E-N-C-O-N.com, or via will call, pick up at the door. There's like 16,000 events and 350 gaming companies on site. There's literally something for every gamer. Andy's gone for two years in a row. He's going again this year. He'll do playtesting. And everybody playtests new games. You can meet people and play old games. You can just meet people. The greatest thing about this convention is that more people weren't standing in line to go to a panel. 
This is a, this is a convention where people are actually playing games and it's really, really fun. They're expecting a little more than 60,000 gamers this year, making it the largest, longest running game convention in North America. And it's just really fun. It's G-E-N-C-O-N dot com. I'm going to go. There's going to be a live dork forest. It is July 30th through August 2nd. Come and play games, you guys. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I am at Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland, Oregon, where taxidermists lie down with the Reiki, and uh, and it gives us all hope for Israel and Palestine. I am here in my hotel room with local dork luminary, Gary <laughs> Carter. Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I've never been referred to as a dork luminary before. That's great. <laughs> dork luminary. <laughs> Here's my thing. So for, at Bridgetown, Charlene emails me and says, I have a, uh, I, there's a great woman who is a blazer dork. And I was like, blazers? I totally want to talk about blazers for an hour. <laughs> and then somebody says to me, you know, that's the name of the basketball team up there. And I was like, what just happened? Did someone take my blazers away? What did someone take my, <laughs> my suit coat? I thought we were going to talk for an hour about Hillary Clinton's outfits. And <laughs> it's not going to happen. But now I'm excited because you have, um, and you, don't you, aren't you also crafty? I'm super crafty, yes. Okay, so it's motokitty.com, M-O-T-O-K-I-T-T-Y.com. And at motokittypdx is your Twitter. Correct. And, um, Carrie Carter. Jackie. What? Well, Jackie Cation. Why? Why are we? Why? Okay, talk to me about the blade. You're from Michigan. I'm from Michigan. You live here in Portland. I live here. I've lived here for almost 16 years. Yeah. And you love a basketball team. I do. Are they the professional basketball? They team? are the professional basketball team like of the Portland, Bucks. Oregon. Like, oh. Which are horrible. They are horrible. The right. Bucks are horrible. Right. But I don't, uh, you can say that all you want. I don't, uh, they already don't know. know. They know. I don't get a lot of my self esteem from uh, the sports teams of Wisconsin. That's, that's a tough <clears throat> team to be a fan of. Well, I still root for them if I were trapped in a room and I would be watching them. I'd be like, well, they're from Wisconsin. I should probably vote for them. And so I do. And that's the same with the Packers and the Brewers and the, uh, whatever the, go the pack, go. are the Admirals still around? I don't think I they don't are. know. They're, they're, hockey team i believe oh gone. i don't think so anyway, so the blazers uh-huh now do, doesn't michigan have a basketball michigan team? has the pistons yes a pistons mm-hmm. oh that makes sense because of the car thing yeah um so what is a blazer oh is it short a for trailblazer they're short for trailblazers yeah how did how did people settle out here they followed the oregon trail that's right and died of dysentery but right. they didn't yeah, these That's guys it. didn't die of dysentery. <laughs> no, they went on to play basketball. Yeah, congratulations, they have made it to Oregon. Now, basketball is a game with a round ball and Correct. five players on each team. Yes. Correct. There's zone defense and then there's man-to-man. Yeah. That, now we've tapped it out. Talk to me about why you love, do you love basketball in general? No. Okay. No, I don't. I love the Portland Trailblazers in general. Okay. Um, and, and you have a fan group, the Lady... What's it? It's called Rip Pretty. Lady, Rip Pretty. Ladies Who Blazer. Ladies Who Blazer. Right. And uh, I started the group with my friend Helen because we are Lady Blazer fans. Yep. And it, the thing, Lady Blazer fans and Lady <laughs> Sport fans in general, I don't feel are represented appropriately or accurately. I think there's a very large female fan base Okay. Um, in the NBA and... I wanted to create a group where we could get together to have Safe share space, share similar interests and yeah. root together and talk about who looks the best shirtless or, oh, there you go. um, you know, who's the cutest or who's going to the game. You want to meet up beforehand. And so I think they're the groups 
grows. I meet, you know, when I meet women around town, they're wearing blazer gear. I'm like, get on Facebook and join my group. Okay. Because yeah. you're a lady blazer fan. Um, and yeah. then they become a rip pretty. Then rip pretty. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought RIP. I was like, who died? Rip um, pretty. Rip pretty much better. Also not a stoner group. Also not. Oh, okay. Also, Some people are like, is this a stoner? Like rip pretty? No. I mean, it can be, but it's not. Right. So you also said that you were like the uh, auxiliary. The ladies auxiliary. <laughs> right. So is there, might there be a cupcake <laughs> baked at some point? By, um, you know, by what? a lady blazer. It's entirely possible. Like I make lady blazer crafts. Oh, do you do crafts? I make lady blazer accoutrement. Um, I'm wearing my lady blazer earrings today. This is a blazer logo. That is the blazer, which is a, a, a white and red. It's a pinwheel. It's a pinwheel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My friend Cynthia made these. And it goes with your dress. This, nice I wore this dress today to, because the blazer's colors are red, white, and black. Okay. Which is the majority of my wardrobe during blazer basketball season. Okay. But now blazer basketball season's over. A moment of silence. It's over. It's so over for I've a minute. But they're coming city back. to yeah. rip sad e. <laughs> nice work. And so you moved here. You decided I'm going to become a Portland person. Yeah. And one of those things is I'm going to like their fucking basketball team. I didn't like their fucking basketball team until about six <laughs> years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I'm a new sport dork. Well, who? What happened? How, what was so? The, what was the turning point? Yeah. <laughs> There is this really hot Spaniard playing for the Blazers named Rudy Fernandez. Rudy oh, Fernandez. Dios mio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, uh, oh, and God, he's he from Spain. So dreamy. Yeah. Uh, where is he from? He's from Spain, but he's from like, like Spain, he's Spain. from like Mallorca. Okay. Yeah. And, oh, and he so, was so dreamy. I'm like, oh, I got to go see that play basketball. And like all the ladies, Blazer right. fans were just like, Oh, Rudy. he's finally arrived. Rudy. R- Rudy talked to us. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I got into the Blazers. Okay. I was like, there's a super hot dude playing. Let's, let's see what happens. Now, how, what are his stats? I don't know. Okay. Is he tall? Yeah. He's gotta be because he's a basketball They're tall. Yeah. So, uh, is he a good basketball player? Yeah, he was. Okay. He's not, he's not playing for the Blazers anymore. So oh, isn't he? Once you're off the Blazers, I kind of don't care anymore. Okay. You gotta go be handsome for somebody else. Yeah. For some other ladies auxiliary. Yeah. In a different town. Which probably doesn't exist. But the thing is, is once you got the gateway drug of Rudy oh, Fernandez, so <laughs> you were like, look at these other gentlemen. These are handsome. Right. Right. Yes. yes. And then I started going to games and really enjoying myself and, Honestly, I couldn't tell you stats, scores. Uh, you go to the game. I go to the game. You hook like up the with other ladies. of going to the game. It's so much fun. Okay. Um, do you get there early? What do you do? Like, uh, where do you park? What's, how do you, how do I plan? get to the game? Yeah. Is it a plan? Usually. Um, here they have a pretty good transportation system. No, right? they have great transportation here. Um, and I could take public transportation to the game. However, I usually meet at a local bar, Billy Ray's Neighborhood Dive, with Helen, my blazer buddy. Blazer buddy. Yeah. And uh, we have a drink, and then we walk over to the Moto Center, which you can see from your window. Okay. Um, And then we just, you know. Moto Center, uh, any relation to Moto Kitty? It's Moda. M-O-T- oh, Moda. Yeah, like the health insurance Oh, that's people. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, so it's it a- used to be the Rose Garden, and right. most people still call it the Rose Garden. I prefer to call it the Rose Garden, but... Right, but somebody bought a giant ad. Oh, yeah. Moda, so. Moda Health bought the giant ad. Okay, fair enough. There's a Target yeah. Center in Minneapolis. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So- Staples Center in L.A. I saw it. the Clippers play the Blazers there uh, back in November. You uh, went to L.A. and saw the I Clippers went to LA. play the Blazers? Yeah. Well, I rode down with Charlene. You know oh, Charlene. Oh, nice. Yeah. Charlene from the Bridgetown mm-hmm. Fest. Yeah. So you guys go down, and so you get to the game. 
the there's how many people are at a basketball game? Thousands. Like thousands. ten, maybe ten, maybe ten thousand. Maybe okay, maybe more. Yeah. And so you get okay t- seats. Well, sometimes doesn't even matter. Doesn't even matter because you're there for the spectacle. I'm there for the spectacle. Usually the seats we get are 300 level, which is the top level, which I call the people section. Okay. Cheapest seats. Cheapest seats. Mm-hmm. You're there. You do you need uh, binoculars or something? No. Because you can see. Yeah, you can see. Because you're you're just in a stadium. At the Staples so Center, like the people section slash 300 level is much higher up because obviously it seats a lot more people. Oh, right. So binoculars would have been nice at yeah. that game, but whatever. And there's probably a Jumbotron. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So you go, you get there. This is where, where uh, sporting events interest me. What are the snacks like? What are we looking at? Overpriced. Overpriced. Yeah. Okay. Um, they have adult beverages? Yes. Also overpriced. Also overpriced. Yeah. But that's the way, that's the way of it, it's right? It's ridiculous. How much is, how much are the people section here? Are they, is it 20 bucks or is it 50? For seats? Yeah. Uh, I would say anywhere, uh, they start at 20, probably okay. about, yeah. So you could probably go for 20 or 30 bucks? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, because that's a big issue sometimes is that there's, that, that people can't afford. Right. And they run, and, they run, they have run specials in the past and stuff like that for, say, if they're playing the Bucks, they know a lot of people, that's not going to be a big draw game. <laughs> so the tickets are going to be a little less expensive. Okay. So it, oh, it's, it depends on who they're playing. That that's how they fancy fancier team going to be a better game. It's going to cost a little more money to go to that okay, game. Okay, yeah. so blowout. Nobody gives a shit. Right. It's going to be seventeen dollars. But still, and- like I believe there is the Bucks played the Blazers back in December, I think, and the Bucks won. And I was just like, "What the shit just happened? What yeah, was yeah. that?" Right. That is weird. <sighs> is it? Um, that is weird. Because so you sit down, you, you're there. <clears throat> you and Helen have shown up. Uh huh. You're there to see the game. Yeah. What? Now what happens? It's a, how long is a game? Uh, couple it, hours? It's a couple hours. Yeah. Okay. We get there, you know, a couple, two, two and a half, three hours. Okay. You sit there. Yeah. You talk to each other. Uh huh. You watch the game. We watch the game. Yep. And then. We then cheer. One. Okay. We <clears throat> cheer. You're, you're, you're interested. Mainly Helen and I, our cheer is usually because the, the, I will say like the call chant or whatever for the Blazers of Rip City. Yeah. And so it was just a very long story. Um, Please tell it. I'll Google it. It's, the, 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 the minutia of the Blazers is what I'm looking so for. So Rip City was a coin termed by an old broadcaster of the Blazers and it signifies like the sound. I'm going to assume like a basketball makes when it sushes okay. me. It just said Rip City. And it just from there, from the seventies, it's been Rip City. Okay. Um, so, so the, so the blaze, the cheer is rip city. People cheer however they want to cheer, but Helen yep. and I always just go rip, 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 rip. Okay. Nice. <laughs> I love it. That's our cheer. <laughs> That's your cheer. Yep. And so it's essentially, you're just, if you're cheering on the team, you want them to score. Yeah. And, uh, and then they do. Yeah. And the world goes batshit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And when the blazers, oh my God, the best thing ever is when the yes. blazers win because Blazers win, Blazers win, Blazers win. And then confetti and streamers and stuff, stuff falls from the ceiling. Like wow. sparkly red shit falls from the ceiling and it's magical and beautiful. Like a big Does, gift from the sky. That is, that is a spectacle. Yeah. That they actually do. Wait, I don't think every team does that. I don't know. You don't, I don't care. No, you don't care. But the thing is, is I genuinely don't think I've never heard of that. At any other sporting yeah. event, nobody is shooting some off pe- cannons of confetti. No, I mean, some places have fireworks and stuff, I think. Sure. Like outdoor. Yeah, if, if it's an, if it's an open if it's an open baseball field or something like that, yeah. they'll have fireworks. Yeah. But uh I love the idea of streamers and confetti. That's so cool. Yeah, because all of a sudden you're covered in glitter and crap. Yeah, and people like take the long streamers and like I had 
a bunch of red sparkly streamers yeah. wrapped around the antenna of my car and that's good times. Yeah. That is good. How many games are there a year? A lot. Uh, do you go to know. all of them? No. Okay. How I many couldn't, do you go I to? couldn't go to all of them. Um, just based on scheduling and stuff like that. This year, I probably, when are they? Uh, day wise. Any day of the week? Any day of the week. Um, weekday games are usually around seven, seven thirty. Okay. Weekend games, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday games, sometimes Friday games are evening, but Saturday, Sunday games are usually daytime games. Okay. And, uh, and so there's hundreds of games a year. Uh, not hundreds, but baseball over a hundred. Over a hundred? I think so. Okay. And who are your favorite members of the team at this time? I really time? enjoy Robin Lopez. Okay. Um, Robin Lopez is the nerdiest basketball player in the world. Is he? Mm-hmm. Okay, why? And he's so dreamy. Why is he a nerd? He is a super comic book nerd. He's a comic book nerd. He's a superhero nerd. He's like a nerd. He reads. He's like super smart. He has right. a twin brother who plays for Brooklyn. Oh, weird. Yeah. yeah. Twin brothers, both in the NBA. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. And um, Robin Lopez has this crazy mop of hair and every teases him for it, but I just think it's delightful. People right. People call him, because it kind of looks like Sideshow Bob, they call him Sideshow Rob. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a nice, yeah, yeah that's And nice he embraces it. Like I follow him on Instagram and Twitter and there's like a picture of him wearing a sideshow <laughs> Bob shirt or sideshow <laughs> Rob shirt. I'm like, oh my God, he could get any cuter. Yes. So, yeah. okay. He's so smart he, and cute. Oh, smart and cute. That's, that's awesome. That's yeah. uh, also, it feels unlikely. Yeah. Um, now who else, who, who are, who are the, are there other? There uh so, uh, Helen's favorite is Nicholas Batum. He is French. Okay. Yeah. We. So when he gets a three pointer, we Helen and I go un deux trois. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice. Uh, that's Helen's favorite. That's Helen's favorite. Um, we both also really like Wesley Matthews, who's out with an injury right now. Okay, the Blazers had a rough season this year because they had a lot of people out for injuries. Okay, they could have really done great in the playoffs had their team been solid and not hurt. But right, their team was all hurt. So Wesley Matthews is hurt, but he, um, there's still someone out there that has a blog called hot damn Wesley Matthews. Yeah. Let's go see pictures of him shirtless. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what the heck? Yeah. It's uh people are taking hot, some photos. Hot damn Wesley Matthews. Hot damn Wesley Matthews. Nice. <laughs> well played. Well yeah. played. Yeah. Uh, clearly some working out is happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the craziest thing about all these, these professional, uh, there was a, I did a show in Los Angeles where the poster had one of those, it was a woman pulling her underwear down, you know, that, that shot where a woman has her thumb and her underpants yeah. pulling it down. And I'm like, that is a lot for me. But so what <laughs> I did was I, and I don't recommend anyone do this, is I Googled the words, are men Selling things with their thumb in their underpants. What'd you find out? I found one soccer player with boxer briefs on with his thumb in his underpants. Was it David Beckham? It wasn't. Oh. It was a, Ooh. it was a, it was a Spanish guy. You might enjoy him. <laughs> and, uh. Make gusta mucho. <laughs> so, but what I did was I just, I, I just photoshopped. I just took a crotch shot of him with his <laughs> thumb in his underpants. And then I posted it underneath the poster of, of the lady. And I was like, Please use this image for the next poster. <laughs> because it was also, it was, I mean, a crotch shot without a face or a body attached right. to it. You can go, I, for some reason, it, I can see how you could go, oh, that is kind of attractive, even though it's a disembodied, like it's, it's a dismembered person. Mm-hmm. And in other words, you're like, yeah, but look at his, his, his penis is all nice looking in his underpants. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't care weird. what his head looks like. I right. I, I guess he doesn't have a, a brain or, but no. the whole shot of the dude, he was handsome head to toe, this dude, because clearly soccer guys, soccer guys are very dreamy as well. A lot of running, a lot of running, but shorter, I think, than basketball I guys. 
I'm yeah, also yeah. into soccer. Are you into soccer? Yeah. Andy Ashcraft, my, my fella, uh, has, uh, d- goes to galaxy games. Oh and yeah. I have been to one galaxy game. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me with sporting events because I sit there and I'm like, okay, now what? Cause I never know what to do during the game if it's, like, and especially basketball, which is super busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's a lot more scoring than yeah. soccer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, but you're like, okay, and now we're just going to watch this for another hour. Mm-hmm. And, um, can you tell, like, you know, the numbers of the jerseys. Mm-hmm. So you're watching the dudes. You're like, well, that's Nicholas. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, did you see that shot he did? And mm-hmm. so that's, so you're talking about the game while you're watching the game. Right. And then you're talking about what else? I mean, now you also do, do you have any other sports anecdote, anecdotes? Because otherwise I'm going to move over to your purses and stuff. Um, well, <laughs> other sports anecdotes. No, just real. I mean, he, you know, Blazers dork. And uh, our soccer team here is the Timbers. And okay. I'm a huge Timbers fan as well. But that's also a recent development. That just happened last year. Just last year? Yeah. I, I went to my first Timbers match and I was like, holy shit, how did I not come to one of these before? This is the fucking best time I've ever had. Okay. I'm standing up, you know. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. So. So again, you show up and it's, is it just the like-mindedness that yeah, everyone's on think, the same side? I think that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. With the Timbers, like I sit in the Timbers army section, which is just crazy and drunken and fun. Okay. Um, and that, but the Blazers don't have anything that's similar to that. Like. Okay. So there's not like a, a an specific, army section yeah, or like, like a rager like, section. Right. Right. If one day when the lady Blazer fan group really takes off, there'll be hundreds of you and you'll get your own section. That's kind of what I'm gunning for. Right. Cause yeah, how I'm great trying, would that be? I'm trying to go for power in numbers. Like I've got this group of 750 women who will spend money on Blazer stuff. What do you got? Yeah, exactly. So, give us a deal. Yeah. Give us a section. Yeah. Give me a box. <laughs> exactly. My other, my only other sports anecdote that I do want to share is that my dream and goal in life would to be get, to get married at halftime at a Blazers game on the court. Oh. And then have all of my friends and family in a box at the Moda Center so we could party. Okay. So that would be the reception. Yeah. During the game. Yeah. Or, okay. I would like to potentially be given away by a blazer, but I wouldn't want my future spouse to get mad or jealous or the blazer to get mad or jealous. How about a parent? Would a parent mm-hmm. get mad or jealous or do you not give a shit? Well, I if mean, if, if it's my away, wedding. Yeah. I get to make the decisions. <laughs> right. So, sorry, Dad. Sorry, Mom. I mean, you're right. both invited, but. Right. Please come. Yeah. Please come. Now, do they still live in Michigan? Uh, they do. Do um, they know about your love of these sports? They do know my love of these sports. They are not married to each other, but they're also not sport fans. Okay. Um, oh, I do have a blazer tattoo. You do have a blazer tattoo. I'm it's so right nerdy. Above your wrist. I know. You have the exact same symbol that is in your earrings. I do. But now the earrings are made out of beads. These are beaded, yeah. Did you do the beading? No, my friend Cynthia made these. She made those. Yeah, okay. she's crafty too. So what happens in this pretty group is I know a lot of ladies who are crafty crafters. I'm right. like, I want blazer stuff. And so right. we've started making blazer stuff for each other. Okay. Because the NBA stuff, the licensed stuff is just tacky and sparkly and cheesy and it's not, it, it's nothing that any of us would ever you wear. You like take red, white, and black and do something classy. With I'm like, it. I've got outfits. I've got, you know, get it together. Right. So what's, do- I'm your target market, NBA. <laughs> right. I have some disposable income to spend on something yeah. that isn't a baseball cap. Right. Okay. Or a shirt with sparkles on it. Right. Oh, Chris, all the lady stuff is all weird. Because they're all bedazzled and, 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 yeah, bullshit. Which I love sparkles. Right. You're not about not on my sports apparel. Not on your sports apparel. You want to go serious. You want to go real. Yeah. Okay. So what are your, so what, 
Are you making handbags? I do make handbags. I'll show Talk you. Talk to me about okay. a handbag. Well, I brought you gifts. Let's start. You bought me gifts? I brought you gifts. We're going to start. Oh, so I have a blazer bag that I made. I have a Ranger of the Dork mm. Forest. Oh my God, that, uh, I'm stopped talking because I saw Look how coolest. glittery it is. See, that is, that is glittery, but not sparkly. Yeah. It's that, you know what it is? Uh, what's that? It's like when you go to a, a, a diner and you sit down in a booth. Oh yeah, sparkly Naga hide. Sparkly Naga hide. Yeah. That's what your bag is made yeah. of. Uh, that is great. And then where did you get the, the patch that is on it? I made it. You made the, the patch yeah, out of made, other kinds yeah, of? Yeah, out of other kinds of fabric. Okay, yeah. put it on this table, please. Okay. So that I might touch it. Yeah, touch it. And, uh, and then you sewed it on. Yeah. Like a person who knows how to use a, a, a sewing machine. Yeah. You didn't glue it no. like I would. No, it's sewn. Because a glue gun is easier. Glue gun's easy, but, but glue gun, look at how nice glue gun would melt this. On this. Oh, it would because it's yeah. kind of Nogahide being kind of plastic. Yeah. Okay, that is awesome. Uh, I also brought this one. This is my little coin purse for today. This is a repurposed like T-shirt. Oh, and so you bought a blazer D and the backside uh, is men's pajama pants that I cut up. Um, okay, so, so I once, stabilized it. I made it sturdy. So there's um, like a cardboard backing or something no, inside of I'll it. I'll show you the inside. Yeah, um, it's I'll hold a, the mic. It's it's got this ring on it, so when you're at a game, you can put it on your wrist and be like, "Woo, Rip City!" <laughs> nice. And um, it's like the giantest keychain ever. Yeah, and then the inside I lined with. Uh, super heavy duty red, like vinyl. Oh, red vinyl on the inside. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, thanks. Yeah. I'll take that back. You take that mic. Back. I was going to also, um, I don't know how into having things put on your fingernails you are, but I did bring some nail decals if you want a blazer nail decal put on later. Blazer nail Okay. So they're like temporary tattoos, but for yeah, your Yeah, for your fingernails. Do they have them for everything or is you it can just buy that? Uh, oh, you, you can? You can put these on your fingernails. I could put them on. You can put them on anything you want, really. They're like temporary tattoos, but mostly just for nails. Yeah. And do they have them for like? You can like get them if for I anything. wanted a, a Sauron's eye, I could just get those on my. That's a Lord. Yeah, uh, they've got everything. I found those on eBay. These are great. Mm-hmm. Well, you found these on eBay. Yeah, uh, that's fun. I also brought you two thunder sticks. These were given out during the playoffs. I have a ton of these, and I wanted you to have them. Well, thank one you. of them lights up. One of them doesn't. And then you hit, the, and you the, hit them together. They, they make noise. They make noise and then yeah. they light up. One of them, one lights, of them lights up. up if, yeah. you, if you this hit one, it. This one. Oh, does. and you got to turn I it on. I took the tab out of the bottom of this one and okay. then switch it on. Whoa, look at that. Look at that. It's all lit up. Yeah. Rip City, Oregon. Yep. It's another. Well, that's certainly. Hang on a second, folks. I'm going to put my mic down. Put them together. Oh, you want to. Okay. I'll hold your mic. Okay. Yeah, that's how that works. It's a learned skill, you guys. It's yeah. a learned skill. You might have to turn that off, say yeah, that. Yeah. Thank you Those so are for much. You. Yep. That is awesome. And I also, I brought you, I was going to bring you a rip pretty purse, but I'm like, eh, she's not a fan. Right. You know, I, I don't, it, it may be a waste. But I did bring, wanna... I did bring you, uh, a brush. you brought me a brush. No, that's how I could brush my oh, hair. Oh, you brought me I brought you a Oregon. Yeah, this is my lady lumberjack line. Um, the lady lumberjack. Cause, uh, this, I have one of these lumberjack that's the red and black lumberjack mm-hmm. shirts. And, um, it's the only time Andy Ashcraft has actually seen me in a t-shirt, uh, a shirt and gone, little butch, little butch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, too much. He was like, kind of, kind of. <laughs> I was like, well then let me, allow me to. I made that for you. Thank That's you. for you. Thank- it's wow. blazer colors. Blazer colors. But and, not blazer fabric. And, and it's I also very have Portland-y. a ring that I can cheer. So you can go to sporting events and, and put that around your wrist and this cheer. This is awesome. And you know that I, I, I'm from Wisconsin and we are, we are red and white. So this is close enough for close government enough. work. Yeah. Thank you very much. This yeah. is a beautiful bag. Yeah. You can this put is- all your Bridgetown stuff in there. And then. 
the heck is this? It's, uh, it's got that red vinyl. Same, this red vinyl mm-hmm. that stabilizes it. Yeah. So this is this is beautiful workmanship. Thanks. Quite honestly, it's thank like, you. It's nicely made and sturdy. Thanks. And it's not going to fucking fall apart no. in a heartbeat. Mm-mm. This is uh, this is a very nice handbag. Quite honestly, thank you. I'm glad. I hope you enjoy it. I will use it. Uh, I have. Uh, I was given a Harry Potter nesting doll bag. Wow. I know. A pretty little podcast uh, gave it to me uh, when as swag, and uh, the only thing wrong with it. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, is that <laughs> there isn't a bag inside of the bag where I, like, you know when you have one big bag? Oh, I also brought you this too. Oh, a cup. Thank you very much. Yeah. This will be good because I, I have a small water glass. Now <laughs> uh, I have a larger water so, glass. So I'm sorry. I stopped you mid Harry Potter bag. <laughs> <laughs> right. But this will be perfect because I can put this in my Harry Potter bag <laughs> yeah. and I can put my phone in it yeah. and I can put my other, my keys in it yeah. and then I can find it because I can find this easier yeah. than just rooting around. Yeah. It is a great story. I could tell that one again. Let's not. Okay. <laughs> it's a fantastic story. But so you make, you have a lumberjack line? Lady lumberjack, yeah. Lady lumberjack. And, um, that's awesome. And then, um, rip pretty. And then you have the rip pretty line. Yeah, I make the rip pretty. And are purses. they, are they all at motokitty.com? Yeah. Dot com. Mm-hmm. M-O-T-O-K-I-T-T-Y. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I will say this and I, and I never say this, uh, about, about stuff people make, uh, or I wouldn't say it if it weren't true. That's a better way to put it. Uh, is that it's very well made. Thanks. And, uh, so you're not screwing around. You're not phoning it in, Carrie no. Carter. No. And I appreciate that about you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't phone it in. Yeah. Why? Why bother? So what about, uh, what else you got? What, what, uh, that's, uh, that, that might be, that might be it. As far as crafts go? Yeah. Oh, uh, I make all sorts of stuff. What else are you making? Well, Yesterday, I I bought some vending machines, some coin-op vending machines, quarter like gumball machines. Why haven't we talked about this before? I don't know. You bought this is this is a new thing for me. Upright vending machines. Yeah, I got two. Well, I have three. I have two coin-op quarter machines that have three banks apiece, and I put candy in them. But I spray painted them and put astroturf on them yesterday for fun. Yeah, and candy in them and put them in a bar. And put them in a bar. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's like a tiny business uh-huh. to some extent. Oh, yeah. And what kind of, oh, what kind of candy do you put? So I have six slots for candy. Right. The first one I put Zots, uh, Runts, and Gumballs in. The Zots okay. aren't coming out right, so I took the Zots out and put Skittles in. Okay. Uh, the second one is a festive trail mix. A festive trail mix. Uh, I had a lot of requests for Reese's Pieces and <laughs> M&M's. <laughs> And my third machine yep. that I just got last week that I'm super excited about is a full-size vending machine. Like like a tall one. Like the like, kind you find like in a hotel lobby at the end of the hallway. Like it's yeah, got like, chips and lifesavers and that type of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, Five feet tall and all of it. Yeah. I'm calling it my magic box. Excellent. And I'm putting weird things in it. So if you can think of weird things that you'd you wish you could buy in a vending machine or well, think go. should be in a vending machine or absolutely should not be in a vending machine, right. I'm interested. Okay. Like sort of, I mean, your your standard things that should, that are not often in a vending machine are things like condoms, yeah. and um, like a weird T-shirt. You should just take some of your old T-shirts, yeah, and uh, roll them up and make them. You're like, it's a great way to get rid of T-shirts, yeah. And it's gonna be, be a great way to get rid of crap out of my house, really. Exactly. You could and anything that'll fit and and will be easily dispensed is yeah. what you're trying to do mm-hmm. because like the zots, did the zots get stuck? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got to make sure that so they're just, full, right? Yeah. I'm and, just going to put the Zots in a, a Ziploc bag and put them in the big vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. What, uh, talk to me briefly about, uh, who ma- maintains them? Do you have some, it's me. you have some, some mechanical skill? Yeah. With a, with a vending machine? I don't know. I'm about to find out. Had, how long have you had the vending machine? This big one I've had for a week. Right. The little ones I've had for a couple of months, but the little ones are just only take quarters. There's nothing electrical involved. Okay. So and it's this just, thing takes bills. Yeah. Oh, it, wow. And it's got a new keypad on it and it's got, it takes the new $5 bills, which I learned is a thing. A lot oh, of wait. machines only take the old fives. So is it the kind of one where you have to put like a six? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How much, may I ask, how much a vending machine costs and they, where one gets? They one? are very expensive. Typically, I got this one for $100. $100. Yeah. I bought it from a bar that, uh, just got bar rescued. Okay. Um, he's like, I oh, gotta so get this out got- of my bar. I want it out now. Uh, and he had put it on Craigslist for, I think, probably $700 or $800 used. And I was like, I've got a hundred bucks. He's like, come get it. <laughs> uh, done. He's going to regret that. Cause uh, no, he's not. He's very excited about it. And he said, I've got more machines. I'll let you know when I'm ready to get rid of them. Okay. Cause when he was bar rescued, uh-huh. the bar rescue guy told him to get rid of the machines and, uh, the bar rescue guy. Almost always wrong. I don't know if you've seen Bar Rescue. Yeah. Uh, that guy, almost entirely wrong every single time. There is a thing in this week's Willamette Week, which is the local newspaper that I was just reading about. Uh, one of them that got Bar Rescued was the Tonic Lounge, and now it's called the Panic Room Caution High Voltage. Like, that's the whole name of the bar, Panic Room Caution High Voltage. <laughs> and, like, and it's so a music long. venue. Okay. Um, and it got Bar Rescued, but I think it just got ruined, you know? That's what Bar Rescue does, as yeah. far as I can tell. Yeah. They uh, fuck with your electrical system mm-hmm. and your sound system if mm-hmm. you are a music venue. They didn't even touch their sound system at this venue. That's good. Yeah. That's ideal. They because, should have because oh, really? the sound system there is horrible, but oh, they didn't even touch it. They just put in flashy lights. Uh, Whatever. Whatever. Bar Rescue, you're not my favorite yeah. show. So anyway, this is a different bar that got Bar Rescued that right. I got the and, vending machine from. And so that, and you got, yeah, exactly. Not, not, not that one. Mm-mm. And so, and he still has other vending machines, so he's fine. So you got this, this thing, and do you, uh, you've done AstroTurf on all of them? No. So on the magic box, I'm gonna put pictures of naked ladies and naked dudes on the outside. Okay. Like a decoupage, mod podge type of yeah, yeah. thing. Um, and then, yeah, the two coin op ones are astroturf. And so you have got, uh, you've got some, some crafting skills. I do. You got a glue gun at the house? Oh, a lot of glue guns, yeah. You got a lot of, are there larger glue guns where you can cover a bigger surface? Uh, no, I just have a lot of glue guns because I misplace things a lot. Oh, okay, and they aren't? I don't have storage areas for anything. I just kind of <laughs> drop and move on a lot of times. So, like, I have a lot of things in multiple right. places mm-hmm. in my studio. And what about, um, so you're going to deco, how do you decoupage? Well, what I'm going to do is shellac. Is that a word? Shellac's a word, but I'm not going to shellac necessarily. What I'm going to do is What's cut out. Diff? Well, shellac is going to be like a heavier duty, thicker, um, glossier finish. Okay. Whereas I'm going to probably put a layer, a thin layer of glue, like a glue, like a see-through glue. Yeah, probably Elmer's glue with some water just to thin it out a little bit, just so I have a surface to stick my images to. And okay. then once that's done, I'll probably clear coat it with either Mod Podge or just like a Mod clear... Podge is a is a is it's a, is it's a, a clear brand? glue. Yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's another. It's yeah, it's a clear coat okay. essentially for crafts. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's um so so it stays right. Yeah. So you could. I don't want people fucking with it. So no, no. Have you ever thought about uh putting a? Have you ever seen that blackboard paint? 
Oh yeah, that stuff's cool. Yeah, where you just you just spray it or you oh, paint it. Oh, that's a really good idea. Chalk. People can write all over it. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Oh, there you go. I'm a helper. You're a helper. Sure, sure. You I can, like that. You got nude dudes, uh, and you could actually just you could put. Nah, you don't want to do this, but I mean, you a picture of a nude dude, picture of a nude lady. And then next to it, blackboard. So can you imagine how many it. dicks would get drawn on that thing? So many dicks, <laughs> so many dicks, so many arrows going. I'd screw it. Dudes love drawing dicks, <laughs> and, and everyone loves drawing dicks for some reason. We've all been sucked in. Hey, I said sucked. Uh, oh, well done, could, well done. Uh, so, but and but if you put it next to pictures of people, it would just be like, I'd tap that, I'd fuck that, I'd do that. I'd, I'm I'm, inter- I'm interested. What's her phone number? That's this a really good idea. Number. Like I think what I'll do is like on one side, yeah, do the naked ladies and naked dudes, and then on the other half of it do the blackboard that's a really <laughs> great idea thank you sure yeah sure. i'm always writing <laughs> so but yeah because I, I remember the first time i saw that at somebody's house they used it as a notepad essentially awesome. for uh instead of a whiteboard and um but i like the idea how about string art less less <laughs> less helpful remember string i art? love string art remember that? i wish i could do string art yeah it's, that sounds beautiful. It is beautiful. I remember, I'm still, I've, I've mentioned it before here on the Dork Forest, uh, Carrie Carter, motokitty.com, by the way, <laughs> at motokittypdx. And, uh, but the, uh, when I was a child, uh, I saw at my Uncle Harry's house, he had, uh, it was string art, but it was with wire, and it was a three-masted stri- uh, ship. Wow. Was I've ever seen that is, was clearly Cheese ball. I mean, it, it could, it, it should have been on top of a, a velvet Elvis. Wow. Cause it was amazing. Speaking of velvet, have you been to the Velveteria in LA since you live in LA? No, where, what is that? It's the world's largest velvet painting museum. Oh my God. It's in Why LA. It's never... in Chinatown. It's in Chinatown. Yeah, it's velvet start, painting it started museum. here in Portland okay. and then they moved down to LA. It's there now. You know what's, uh, do you know Dax Jordan? I do know Dax. Uh, Dax Jordan, very funny comic. Mm-hmm. Opened for me in Austin, Texas. Uh, did one of my favorite jokes about Austin, Texas ever. He said, you know, I'm from Portland. And, uh, you know what our slogan is in Portland? Keep it weird. Mm-hmm. And the audience just shut down on me. He said, I know. I know we stole it from you. <laughs> and then there was this pause and then he goes, but don't you think that's kind of a little weird? <laughs> And I was like, Dex, you're, that's good. You made me laugh. That's good. Uh, but the weirdest thing, uh, I think about Austin, Texas is where the comedy clubs, which is this sort of mostly dead strip mall. One of the weirdest fucking strip malls I've ever seen. I was like, you guys are genuinely keeping it weird. Cause this is the weirdest. Cause the Cap City Comedy Club in, it's a beautiful comedy club. The staff is amazing. The audiences are beautiful. Every, everything's working out. Mm. It's next to a hand job palace. <laughs> So, uh, of course and, it is. Right. Why wouldn't it be? It's, yeah. it's the only thing that's been there as long as the comedy <laughs> park. The handgun <laughs> palace? I don't know why I made it into a palace. I'm trying to make it. I would think that, I think that any business that gives hand jobs would definitely be a palace of some sort. <laughs> they mean well. They because mean I'm well. sure the men walk out of there feeling like a king. Right. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you feel like a king? <laughs> so it's, uh, um, yeah, the, the weird, it's just weird. And, uh, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have anywhere to go with that. Handjob Palace. Handjob Palace. <laughs> and, uh, so do you travel a lot? Uh, yeah, no. Oh, okay. So, I mean, sort of. I, I do fancy a myself. Times a year, yeah, or? as a lady of leisure of sorts, so. What, what, do you have a day job? Or I bartend. You... Oh, nice. Yeah, I bartend three days a week and then I do Moto Kitty four days a week. Can you make fancy drinks? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't like to make a, fancy drinks, but I can. Right, because that's what everyone's into fancy drinks now. They're into Cosmopolitans and something in, in a pointy glass. I work in a dive bar. Oh, do you? Yeah, I much prefer working in a dive bar than being a mixologist. I remember when I was 19, I went into a dive bar, and I think I ordered a Tom Collins because I was 19. Ooh. And the guy said... It was almost the line, it was almost verbatim, the Sheldon Leonard line from It's a Wonderful Life, <laughs> which is, this is a, this is a, this is a, it's a, it's a straight bar for guys who want to get drunk. <laughs> Order something or don't. <laughs> the guy was like, would you like a shot and a beer? Cause that's what I'm willing to make you. And I was like, I will take a shot and a beer. And, uh, that's, and then I, I, for some reason was, it was made more glamorous to me. Than, uh, than it should have been because it was super divey bar in Madison, Wisconsin. I also refer to bars, like the type of dive bars I work at as and bars. Like your drink has two ingredients, like <laughs> vodka and water, rum <laughs> and Coke. Okay. So it's so, a very, yeah. nobody's screwing around. No, I mean, I make, I can make all of the drinks. It's just right. the Tequila bar I work in. Uh, like I had to make three margaritas yesterday. I'm like, really, you guys? What really? is in a margarita? Uh, it depends. It's tequila. The way right? I make my margarita, yes, yeah, tequila. Tequila, triple sec, uh, sweet and sour. Of some sort, I put muddled limes in there and a okay. splash of OJ to make it a little sweeter. Okay. Okay. And then, and, but it's mostly tequila. Tequila is the tequila. alcohol. Yeah. Okay. Cause it's the only drink that Andy will drink. He doesn't enjoy alcohol. Uh huh. Which of course confuses almost everyone I've ever met. Um, <laughs> and cause he's like, you know, you get a little dizzy if you have to do much. <laughs> you like, do. Power through, buddy. Yeah. Power through. You get to the good side, the other side of it. <laughs> And he's like, I don't like being out of control. And I was like, well, then you win because uh, you don't have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so good work. But uh, I remember one of my favorite drinks. Let's talk about booze. What the hell? Um, one of my favorite drinks. Um, well, I would always do rumplements, which is gross. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that's like 150 proof liquor. That's yes. like hardcore shit. Oh, yeah. You had seven to nine. Oh, but you were in Wisconsin when you were drinking this, right? Minnesota. Oh, you're in Minnesota when you're Which drinking this. It's so cold there. It's cold and uh, I would get a double. And, oh my God. And then you would have a small amount of time to talk to me and then I would be in law. You would just have one, right? No, no. Oh my God. The last time I got, the last DUI I got. <laughs> There's been more than one? <laughs> yes. Sadly. Oh. And uh, I'm done drinking. And uh, with the last DUI I got, I believe I had eight shots. And oh a my dozen beers. God. And, uh, and then I, I'm blew, glad you're still alive. Yes. 0.187, ladies oh, and germs. And, uh, and then, uh, and no one you was weren't messing around. No, no, That's no, great. I was never messing around. But, uh, I used to like, I hated it. But it made me laugh because it was called a dead Nazi. Oh, yeah. That's got like Rumpelmints and Yeg. Jägermeister and... It doesn't have Goldschlager. It doesn't have Goldschlager? Well, maybe if somebody, I don't else, know. If somebody is including Goldschlager, Ugh. I was like, oh, how gross. As opposed to the two cough syrups that you just right. mixed together, yeah. crazy person. I think Goldschlager is hilarious because it's got real gold in it. <laughs> it's got real gold. Yes. That's what, and that's what my, my, my Armenian grandmother, that's how she <laughs> smuggled it out of, out of Turkey in, in 1915 in Goldschlager, <laughs> pooping it. <laughs> it's the worst because it's got gold flakes in it. You don't want any part of it. So no, it's, uh, yeah, but there's, there's a lot of, um, this town is full of a lot of artisanal moments. Oh yeah. And the word artisanal, Vaguely irritates me. Yeah. Because it's supposed to mean finite and rare and just a small amount of things, right? Yeah. When in fact it means as much as the market will bear. Like right. a limited edition. Especially here. Car. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they have, they have beers that are artisanal. Yeah. What else do they have that's artisanal? Not just here, everywhere. Meats. Meats and cheeses and breads. Cheeses, breads. 
Yeah. Artisanal or craft? Craft. Well, hopefully. Like I craft. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and they're definitely artisanal. You have three vending machines. Yeah. That is a, sh- that, I have artisanal vending list. machines. You have artisanal. <laughs> <laughs> Please sell them as artisanal. <laughs> well, maybe I should put some smoked meats in there. <laughs> oh, you could put smoked I, meats in them. I, so far in the big, in the magic box, I, I'm going to put sardines in it. Okay. I, I, what I would really like to see happen is drunk people daring people to buy stuff out of the vending machine and then eating it. Like, oh, here's okay. Then what you need to do is, if do you have little bags? You said that you're going to put the zots. Yeah. In okay. <laughs> so, a uh, couple of crackers, tin of oysters, smoked oysters. Yeah. T- a couple of crackers, tin of sardines. <laughs> couple of crackers, tin of whatever weird fish. Because Trader Joe's, I don't know if you have Trader yeah. Joe's. Uh, they have all the different smoked meats. Yes. And I have never had a smoked oyster. Have you ever had a smoked oyster? Oh my god, oyster? they're delicious. You've never had one? I know it. I never had them and they're excellent. Oh, they're delicious. Yeah, I love them. Andy told me that that was his after school snack occasionally. I'd never had them until like a, year, a couple years ago. And I was I, like, how did I miss out on this? Californians and, and, and coastal people got to eat a lot of foods. They had avocados. Ate. They had avocados. He said he, I had never eaten an artichoke until I moved to Los Angeles. And I'd never eaten I, an artichoke until my first visit to California. And I, th- maybe, maybe someone had like chopped it up in a salad or something, but I, I n- never, like somebody boiled it and then it's a vehicle for butter. Oh yeah. So it's just a scooping for butter. It's the best scoop <laughs> it's for a, butter. It's the best. Or mayonnaise. Yeah. He, I've he had that. That's really good too. Yeah. The aioli thing that mm-hmm. he makes. So that people make. And, um, but yeah, it's, there's a lot of weird foods. Yeah. So all the weird canned. Oh, I know. I know where you could go. World market. Oh cost plus. Oh yeah. Go to cost plus yeah. and find what weirdo food that they sell uh-huh. and get ideas. Do they have so and we, then buy them in bulk from the Chinese? We have a grocery store chain here. I don't know if they have them in California or not, but it's called Grocery Outlet. Okay, I've never heard of it. Oh my god. Also, aka the Gross Out. <laughs> I was gonna say <sighs> gross. Gro- I, I don't ever want to shop at an outlet. It's awesome. Is it? It's the weirdest place on earth. That's where I'm gonna go. Is the Grocery Outlet because they get like nothing's expired, nothing's bad, nothing's right, it's not the ninety nine cent store. <laughs> kind of, food. but they get a lot of one off stuff. Like, okay. Here's a brand of chips that was manufactured that nobody ever bought, but we're going to put it at the grocery outlet for 50 cents. Okay. Sold. Sold. And here's, well, the next time they you have go- great cheeses too. And they have like a huge wine selection. Weird. Yeah. They have like these super expensive bottles of wine that didn't sell or whatever for like seven or $8. And they, they're okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because cheeses. They got so many cheeses. Okay. It's, it is a grocery store. So it's, it's a better. grocery store. Yeah. The 99 cent only store sells oh. food. And it's always unfortunate, though I will say that when I first moved to Los Angeles, I was sharing a, a studio apartment with my friend Jennifer McLean, and we were at the 99 cent store, or we were talking about it, and I said, I would never buy food at the 99 cent store. And she looked at me and she said, everything in our pantry is from the 99 cent store. Oh. And I was like, oh, maybe I, okay, I would never buy eggs and milk and cheese and like like the food, that because at the 99 cents only store, they do have refrigeration, mm-hmm. but it's never set high enough. Oh, so, so it's kind of like cold-ish. Sw- it's sweating. <laughs> it's one of the grossest things I've ever Gross. seen. But all of the weird boxed food is from uh Arab countries mm-hmm. and and uh South America and Central America. Crazy. So everything's either in Spanish or Arabic. And you're like, well, okay, I, I'll have some chips. <laughs> the picture looks like there might be something I would eat in there. <laughs> <laughs> right. The picture is a food that I have eaten. Yeah. And that I looks familiar. <laughs> and the candy's vaguely stale. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, oh, that's it's turned into grandma candy. But I'm telling you, Col- Cost Plus, 
Cost Plus is a great idea. It's a great idea just for looking at weird. They got so food. much weird stuff there. Yeah, and you can see, you know, and get an idea of where to get it somewhere else. Yeah. That is crazy. The gross out. The gross out. You know, the first place, uh, the only place I had ever seen a Freddie Myers, Fred Myers, you guys have Fred Myers yeah. here. And it is like a Target. It's like a super Target. Yeah. In the fact that it's a grocery store and there's pants. Yeah. Like you can get pants you and all You can get blazers clothes there too. Oh, can you? Mm-hmm. All right. Can you get an actual blazer? Like I, a blazer jacket? Yeah. Probably. Have you ever worn a blazer jacket? I have. Let's talk briefly about the blazer. Uh, uh, I, I have. have not worn a blazer in a long time. I can't say that I've worn one in a long, I'm thinking of like. They're not as popular as they once were. They are not. <laughs> I don't um, know when they will come back. It's just a matter of time. I mean, everything, <laughs> everything that's old is new again, you it's know? It's true. And, and I, I mean, I do, it's Portland and everything's artisanal and crafty. So I do see a lot of gentlemen with beards and perfectly coiffed hair wearing jackets. Oh, blazers, right. you know, cause they want to look fancy and like they're in 1920. I saw a child with a fedora on yesterday. In Portland? Mm-hmm. Not surprised? Can't be. Can't be surprised. No. It's, uh, it's, People with tall bikes. It's funny about Portland is that it's, it's very, um, it's small towny and it's, it's very tolerant as far as like weirdo. Mm-hmm. And then what's like, I think I did a run where I did Austin and then I did Portland and then I went to San Francisco and I was like, Oh, this is what they're going for. Mm-hmm. And because San Francisco, they're like, no one's being tolerant. Everyone's just being weird. Yeah. And, and, and everyone is just like not even looking at them. Right. Like you see the tall bike guy mm-hmm. and everyone's like, just get out of the, really? Right, yeah, 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 fine. Anyway, I'm going to go. And the best coffee I had in San Francisco one time was in an alley, not in a cart, but like in, in between two buildings, there was like a, uh, there was like a, a shaft where the air conditioning unit would go. And the guy, did you have to have a password? It was the weirdest thing I'd, I was like, where is everything plugged in? He was like, we have a generator. And I was what? like, it was like, it was, it was like a, like a crap game that was running. Awesome. Like, like they would, I was like, are you guys always here? And he goes, so far, so far we're here. <laughs> and I was like, but you have an espresso machine. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> See where you are next. Right, it isn't even, it wasn't even a truck. <laughs> It was like a, it was, it were hand trucks. Uh-huh. I saw two hand trucks, like dollies. Oh my God. And I was like, oh, so weird. So you break it down every night. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we're looking to get a gate. And uh, <laughs> I was like, that's awesome, man. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. So now I usually ask people what they like to read because I like to read and I read a lot of crap. I just finished a book that Darlene Ranger of the Dork Forest handed me and she said, it's adorable and craptastic. You might like it. And so it is called soulless and it is a, I don't know why I would ask you a question and then answer it. That's what I like That's to do. Cool. Anyway, I'll be right back. I'm going to grab it. This is your show. I'm going to take my headphones out so that I won't kill myself. But uh, I think you would like this. If Says like, wickedly funny. I like to laugh. You like to, do you like to I laugh? I like funny things. People like to, <laughs> it's a, I like to laugh. Please never put that in yeah. a profile, you guys. Uh, I, I, I just started internet dating and I, one of my things on there is like, you all say you're funny. Here's some real talk. Most of you aren't. Oh, I know it. It's, <laughs> I'm funny. Oh, whatever. Well, no, you're every, not. everyone is funny. Right. It's you, my least favorite when I did internet dating. I'm a young 50. 
please never ever say that. Just be, <laughs> no, what does that mean? Just be a young 50. Yeah. And if you were a young, you wouldn't mention it. Right. You just say, yeah, I'm 50. Uh, I don't know what to do about that. Does age. young 50 mean you're super immature? Is that what I should look forward to? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess it is kind of, but it's, um, but yeah, so that, that book, Darlene gave me that book. And what's her name? Uh, the woman who wrote this? Gail Carriger, C-A-R-R-I-G-E-R. I don't know if the G is hard or soft, but I was, I'm going Carriger, Carriger. And it's called Soulless. And it is essentially steampunk vampire werewolf thing. This looks awesome. It is a romance novel, but it's what? also hilariously steampunky actiony. That sounds great. With where, and it is, adorably craptastic is I think would be my review of it. And it took me approximately a day and a half to read. Wow. So, um, you blazed right through it. I did blaze right (laughs) through it. What are you, do you read fiction? Um, I typically read, I read, uh, I like, uh, historical stories. Like right now I'm reading a book called Astoria. Okay. Um, tales of Westward expansion. It's about Thomas Jefferson and John Jacob Astor, and the oh, settlement wow. of Astoria, which is on the Oregon coast. Yeah. Astoria is the oldest settlement on the West Coast. Okay. Um, so I'm reading that. And that's nonfiction. Right. Okay. I read mostly nonfiction. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and then I'm reading, I just, I haven't read yet, so I shouldn't say I'm reading, but I plan on reading. It is stacked next to your, next to your belongings. <sighs> yeah. Um, the Kim Gordon Girl in a Band book, which is Kim Gordon's from Son- the band Sonic Youth. Okay. And she's written an autobiography and she's kind of a rock and roll hero. Okay. And so, so it'll be, it, it's an autobiography. Yeah. So she's written about it. I love autobiographies and I love historical accounts. Okay. Yeah. Those are both, uh, those, I've, I've been trying to read more nonfiction because I have been reading a fair amount of crap for the last six months and to get out of a crap read, uh, and when I say crap, I mean full on historical romance novels, uh, by people who don't have a lot of the history knowledge. Yeah. Uh, they're just essentially writing sex scenes. Sweet. And it was super fun. And, uh, the books, by the way, you can only judge by how much money you've spent on them because you don't <laughs> keep them. Right. So since July, I've probably spent $300. Oh my God. On bullshit. And so I was like, I gotta get off of this jag. Uh, so I remembered that to do that, I had to read nonfiction. So mm-hmm. I read a couple of nonfiction books, but now I've read this, which isn't, which isn't a, uh, this is actually a better, this book Solace is better written, quite honestly, than it has to be. Great. So I was psyched about it. It's sort of like, I was explaining it to a friend of mine about how if I once saw, uh, just a match, Martina Navratilova and, um, Chrissy Everett playing, mm-hmm. uh, it was just a, an exhibition tennis match. And they didn't care because it was an exhibition match. It was just fun. And they were having the genuine time of their lives, but it was, they were just so amazing as athletes. It was like just sort of phoning it in and having a good time. That's what this book feels like. This book feels like Gail Carriger is an amazing writer. And she's like, I want to write about parasols and bustles and weird steampunk things. I wonder if you could, how you would go about meeting Gail. I have actually talked to Gail briefly. Somebody tweeted at both of us. And, uh, she lives in the Bay Area. Oh. And said she would come on the dork forest if I'm ever in the Bay Area. And I'm yeah. like, I'll do it. Yeah. Cause who does, <laughs> she herself is a tea lover. She loves tea and she loves, I oh, think this parasols. is her. That's yeah. cute. She's cute. Yeah. She seems adorable. She's got fancy gloves on. She's got, right. I think, uh, she might be a bit of a, a steampunk player. She's got fancy hair. And she's yeah. got curly, curly hair. She looks like she might be a nice gal. 
Yeah, she looks like good people, right? Galcarriger.com. Yeah. Okay. Now, now we've, now we've plugged that. Yeah. Motokitty.com and mm-hmm. at MotokittyPDX mm-hmm. is your website and all of that stuff. And, um, this is actually, we've been all over the place and that's, yeah. uh, but I like it. I, sometimes I like just wandering around the dark forest and seeing what tree we find. So I thank you very much for being on the program. Thank you for inviting me. Carrie Carter. Uh, I welcome myself to Portland, Oregon and, uh, I'm going to meet more, uh, Oregon dorks. There are a lot of dorks here. Thanks for listening, everybody. Okay, bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?